Love it. Great. Um, okay, awesome. Welcome to sex. And the sex. In the sex. This is a Sex and the City podcast. Anna, who are you? I'm a, I've never I've seen all of Sex and the City before and I am a comedian and I like to talk about it on on cameras. Uh, uh, no, I like to talk about it via podcast, via podcast to people. <laughs> Were you going to say I'm a wall? I'm I'm a wall. I, <laughs> I thought Jordan was like who are you on and I thought you were going to be like I'm a wall. Um, <laughs> that would be anyway. way better. Fuck. <laughs> Um, I'm Irvi Majumda and um, I'm a comedian as well and um, that's, that's about it. Do I mind to talk about how much I've seen it? Oh, yeah, so yeah, I've seen yeah. Sex and the City like, oh, okay, cool. I've seen Sex and the City heaps of times um, and grown up on it heaps. All right, calm down. <laughs> what an ownership over Sex and the City. We're all watching yeah, it. Yeah, we're all watching it together. Produced like- it. <laughs> Darren, Darren, Darren Starr? Starr? See, yeah. See executive producer and um, writer and promoter. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I am watching Sex in the City for the first time, but you heard the preamble. I'm re-watching season one. Let's do it. What did we think? And your name's Jordan. And my name is Jordan. <laughs> um, I'm also a comedian. This is episode two um, of season one. It is called Models and Mortals. And uh, Irvi, do you want to take it away with the summary of the episode? Uh, yes, I love this episode. Um, <laughs> Are you typing into IMDb now? Being like, <laughs> being like what the fuck is the summary? That's what I said I'd do it. Um, yes, this is yeah, an I've episode <laughs> typically 25 minutes long, actually. I just, know, I just know that if I start like talking about it, it's just going to become a ramble. But this looks like it's going to download a whole page. Okay, so basically... Um, Miranda discovers she was invited at Nick's, um, who is this new guy that she's seeing, and she finds out from her his friends that he only dates models. And um, they say, well, this is great because you're definitely not a model and it's awesome that you're dating now. Um, Carrie, we see, uh, is just making a, um, not a documentary, but she's writing her piece <laughs> about <laughs> guys who are modelizers, as they term them. Uh, Samantha just wants to get fucked by guys who think she's a model because she's worth it. And Charlotte isn't really a part in this episode. What does she do? Um, she I don't really, think Charlotte's really doing No, anything. she doesn't have a plot line in this one. She's just there. Yeah. She's just around. Mm-hmm. So the whole episode's basically about, um, I feel like it's really relatable and um, explores the concepts that we have to face as like mortals when we're comparing ourselves to the impossible beauty standards that society places on us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a lot of imp- – I, I was stalking Gigi Hadid the other day. I don't uh-huh. know why. I think because she's pregnant and yeah. then when someone's pregnant, I stalk them on Instagram. <laughs> um, but if you ever feel bad about how beautiful Gigi Hadid looks, just know that she's a terrible – she has terrible taste. Does she? Yeah. Oh, oh her my God. house. Yeah. Yeah, her house. The pasta. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a backpackers. I've been starting to look up. It does look like a backpackers. I think it's – no, I'm not going to be racist. Um, It's not a race thing. Um, I think it's actually um, it's actually more productive to look up um, 
those beautiful before and after shots of plastic surgery that I've been stalking on Instagram. There's like whole accounts to before and after, and you'd be it makes you feel one shit because you can't. Oh, I can't afford it. Um, and to at least it gives you some comfort because it's like they weren't born that way like basically everyone's yeah. stuff done i'm all for people like being really upfront about their surgery and stuff like that as well i understand that it's like mm. complicated and like obviously people don't really want to come out front but there's this like chick called madison beer madison beer madison beer who's like a musician maggie beer no <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> Whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa. yeah and a lot of people really have been tasteful. like be realistic about your work <laughs> you're setting an impossible beauty standard she fucking is actually maggie beer is setting an impossible standard um yeah. but madison beer anyway she just like denied that she'd ever had any surgery and then she got caught outside of a plastic surgeon and it turns out she's had a nose <laughs> job and like botox and that's stuff. the whole thing it's like i just feel like people should have to because even um i was actually watching season one of girls the other day and <laughs> Marnie changes so much from like the first season. She just looks like a normal person, still stunning, but just mm. like, you know, just has like a normal face because when you look at these celebrities, you're like how it's like, if I dieted, if I never ate a single thing ever again in my life, my face still wouldn't like shape into this like perfect mm. um, face figure or whatever. So mm. um, yeah, when you look at her in season two, she's obviously had work done. So it's like, it's gratifying for me to just like look that up. And just yes, that I, up. I feel um, the same way. I completely get that too. And also just realizing how many different things people can get done. Cause you're like, yeah, oh, it's wow. a nose job. Or you're like, it's a bit of filler, but it's like, no, you can like put like weird, like gelatin or something into your jaw to make it like look better and then shave down yes. your face and shave down your bone to like, like <laughs> literally look good and like remove a rib like it's you can get your eyebrows um lifted uh, like they like remove the skin between your eyebrows and your forehead so it like are you raises. serious yeah. i would i would fucking do that with I'd my probably eyebrows because like it would, i do honestly... that with my cheeks oh yeah totally me me here and my anyway but the thing is <laughs> the thing is like so we started gofundme for our but that's it it is it is fucking i i think it is important to be upfront about it i don't think you have to because like it's like why do you have to explain yourself but if you're fucking rich and a celebrity i'd be like Oh, in saying that though, like if you're maybe if you're an actor, the people are really prejudiced and might be like, oh, if you're not like a natural beauty, I'm not going to cast you or whatever. Because that course, bullshit happens yeah. all the time. Or like, yeah, yeah they're like, oh, like we don't want that associated with us. Like that's all bullshit, yeah. I guess. But it's just like, I think it's just going to be really damaging to society's beauty standard. That's like the issue. It's like, yeah. if, if people are getting surgery, like, no, I was just like born this way. Yeah. It's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. I'll just be like, I'm not going to comment on it, you know? But also, yeah. you can't tell people how to live. But it's also so, just really detrimental. It's the same as like people posting mm. Instagram photos of them looking really yeah. hot. And instead of saying, oh my God, like, like, instead of being like, I actually don't mind the ones that are like people looking really hot and then they're right, sunset or something. I think that's fine. Yeah. But, but when people are looking really hot and like really thin, like obviously that they work out a lot and then and mm. don't and diet and stuff. And then I'll mm. literally like, thinking about how much bread I just ate. And it's like, when did we decide that like eating food was quirky? Like, yeah, when did that exactly. become, like, a thing where, like, oh, my gosh, you ate a whole pizza, like, oh, quirky girl, like, cool girl. Yeah, I had, I had no idea that it was, like, a thing that um, some women, like, as teenagers wouldn't eat in front of men. Like, this mm. Victorian value oh, of, like, God. not eating in front of people to, not show, to show that you don't have much of an appetite. I never knew that was a thing until, like, <laughs> Puberty blues. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Until people blues. like, what, do you have the memo? Oh, yeah, 
I think that's, yeah, really right. And it also, you can kind of, because I feel like, you know, we're adults now and, um, well, apparently, and like, shouldn't be so susceptible. <laughs> but one time when I was like following, I had Victoria's Secret on my, um, like just Instagram, you know, it comes up and it was just oh, like, no. <laughs> when it was like their like pre-training season and then like their actual thing, it just actually, even though I wasn't consciously like, I need to be them, it just having it so much on my feed all the time made me just feel really low. And it's just like that kind of thing. It's like, why am I even doing that? Because I've all had plastic surgery and I don't have a fucking trainer and that my that's my only job or whatever yeah you said you can't win because it's like yeah. on one hand it's like i wish people were realistic but then at the same time i don't want some fucking like victoria's secret model being like well to get here i had this skinny me tea and <laughs> i didn't see my father for a year <laughs> like yeah. you know what i mean like i just feel like it's it's it, because of the impossible beauty standards and because of how how much it's 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 fucked everyone like mm. everybody <laughs> yeah. um it's you can't win in terms of addressing things as well like i feel like you're always letting someone down or letting yourself down yeah. in some way but i almost feel like you should like like i feel like you should be honest in terms of mm. the stuff you're doing but you shouldn't endorse it you know what i mean yes like yeah. it, it's like when i was probably at my skinniest which was like either pre-breakup or po- post-breakup of my first relationship both probably like <laughs> it was one of those things where like if someone was like oh you're so thin what are you doing i'm like i don't know it just kind of happened that would like that's <laughs> yeah. bullshit like it's literally <laughs> just like oh i'm just I ate pineapple for dinner for like a year like, <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm really sad. So I'm just not eating and yeah. this is the result and I'm probably never going to look this Sorry. way again. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just feel like, or mm. I'm consciously dieting and I don't know what's wrong with me because I'm controlling what I eat a lot at the moment because it yeah. makes me feel like I have some kind of control in my life mm. and I might be desirable to the opposite yes. sex, which is so fucked up because like, fuck that but also that's the truth of it like and when you look at how young they are like they're all like literally teenagers it's like 18 year olds 19 year olds um that's like your ideal age to be a model that looks like you know they're wearing the kind of clothes like just everything that they're doing is just like so mature for like i was not that at 18 so um yeah when you look at i I don't know it's it's like do you guys think it's still because like men rule the world and that's the I feel like it's like patriarchal values, but how long, how much longer can we really keep like harking back to that and being like, we're because we're this because of like, um, because of like the values that were set before us and like men and shit. It's like, I feel, I don't know. It's just sort of like, well, when does it end? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think that it it still stems back to, to the patriarchy. Mm. Like it always does. Like, I mean, I always think about ballerinas. I remember I did this like, dance elective when i was at uni and i thought it was going to be dance classes but it was just history of dance um... yeah yeah um and like the reason that we have this like ideal of and that's like slowly breaking down as well which is exciting but the reason Mm. that we have this idea of um ballet dancers being rake thin is because there was one choreographer in the like 30s or 20s who was just obsessed with bones he was really obsessed with bones and he was also really um, controlling of his wife. And one of the ways that he controlled her was by like making her eat tiny portions of food. Um, so she was tiny, but he also cast her as the lead in all of his ballet. So then that became the the standard for ballerinas. And it's like and before that they had to be like, they were actually, there's all these photos of like ballerinas in the late 1800s who were like these short chubby girls because they had to like have energy to be able to do stuff and not saying that like thin ballerinas don't have energy or anything like that but it's crazy that we 
have still held on to this ideal and this standard because it because of one guy yeah and then there's like and it's so funny when you like really strip it back and you're like oh it's this person or it's like this like uh, cultural phenomenon that kind of like just took over it also seems like there's like it's like the beauty trap yeah. You know what I mean? It's like this idea because beauty, tre- like trends change and all that kind of stuff, but it's still mm. centered around this whole idea of beauty being super important. Mm. Like, and beauty can mean so many, like, you know, Charlotte talks about, you know, that, you know, in some countries, like fat women with mustaches is what's com- uh, considered beautiful. And I feel like we've all seen that kind of clickbait article of yeah, that yeah. princess that had, a, uh, you know, a mustache and she was really large and that was really attractive, which is like, that's all fine. But then there's still this trap that mm. being beautiful mm. as a woman is the most important thing. Like, yeah. and it, it doesn't matter what that standard is. It could be like growing an arm out of your head or whatever, but there would still be all of us being like, oh, we need to grow an arm out of our head Absolutely. so we can be considered beautiful. Yeah. And like that's, it's just, it traps women and it also is used to put women down at every stage of their life. Mm-hmm. Like if you even consider like people my mum's age, now that yeah. she's aged and she's like 60, I don't know, two i think um and because she's you know at 62 she's not like fucking skinny as and like super fit and she had three children so her abs are destroyed and been ripped apart and like still she needs to think about being beautiful in order to be seen or like wear makeup in order to be seen even though she's like the head of her job and like is an order of australia you know uh, recipient (laughs) But oh that still plays on her. And that's, and if she was a man, <coughs> that wouldn't be the case. If she was a man, yeah. like her power would be the case, her intelligence, her accomplishments, and yet women are still trapped by fucking beauty, beauty. being the first and foremost most important thing to associate. Like, it, it's just ridiculous. And, I'm, yeah. and, it, and, like, and it stops us from doing so many things. And I think a lot of it's through the male gaze, like what do mm. men consider beautiful mm. or it, I, it somehow happens, like someone makes a, makes a decision, there's like a trend, like similar to vir- virality or, you know, mm-hmm. getting things viral on the internet or whatever. There's a trend. Now, this is the most um, important thing to for a woman to look like. Then men are like brainwashed. Not that we, it doesn't really matter what, you know, mm-hmm. but like men are then brainwashed. And then men are like, oh, even though last week I thought jugs were the most important thing, like big jugs. Now this week, I think a thigh gap is, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like everyone's brainwashed and caught in this beauty trap. That's like, yeah. Big jugs. Big jugs. Love it. Yeah, totally. I I thought, did you guys watch um, AOC's like makeup tutorial thing that she did? um, No, but YouTube really wants me to watch it, but I haven't watched it yet. Well, Jonathan linked it to me. I don't know if it's sending any messages, but um, (laughs) (laughs) maybe you'd appreciate this. Um, But I did. I I watched the start of it, um, but she was talking about how she doesn't – yeah, I, I made a good point about how she believes in the importance of makeup or, like, isn't going to just shy away from, like, talking about this kind of stuff because it's often just trivialized and it's like, oh, you dumb girl, like, you're you and your makeup stuff. But it's actually, mm. like, for her who's in front of people every day, um, she's just like, yeah, sometimes it really matters and, like, the way that I present myself and how I feel um, wins votes or, like, you know, convinces people of different things. So it's really a, a weapon and people notice that. So it's just like, yeah, we're just being honest about that. Yeah, exactly. And but the thing that is also um, really distressing is like 
yeah, I don't know. Like on top of that, it's also like the the changing beauty standard. Um, it's happening so quickly with happened, the internet now as well. Yeah, it happens so fucking quickly mm. that like, and Fun yet. Yeah, you can't keep up, and also it's just it just shows how shallow and dumb it is. Like, yeah, I and also how, and that's also with sorry, just quickly with like when we talk about weight and stuff like that, yeah. how it's also fucking annoying, and even like with people who have really horrific chemical burns or mm. like all over their bodies, and we're like, see, she's still beautiful, and it's like, well, <laughs> yeah. not by society's beauty standard, yeah. no, and also yeah. why the fuck are we focusing on that yeah. why aren't we focusing on the fact that she got acid thrown on her by a dude and yeah. we're like still like and of course like of course that means something to still be considered you know beautiful and then therefore you're worth something but why is her worth based in it if she is attractive or not that's exactly yeah. it we're still basing it down to worth and even the way that like um plus size models or fat models are being presented um it's shifting now in some brands but they're so slow at keeping up um, or it, or it in any way like um, carving the way for the future of beauty. But like even when we were looking at um, fat models a, a year ago, now still it's still within the societal pressure of like what beauty is and it's still like this, yeah. like I don't know, it's really hard to articulate, but it's still like this kind of like flawless body, but yeah. it's just like – and it's and it's um fat bodies through the male gaze as well and through exactly that and and yeah and, and it being like curvaceous and it's like no she's fat she actually yeah, doesn't yeah. have curves she's a like she's yeah. a um like a square shaped woman that has like heaps of cellulite she's not curvaceous yeah, yeah she's fat <laughs> she's fucking fat and that's and like that's fine. fine yeah like why why are you making it marketable yeah to exactly. fit within the thin you know white beauty standard and also why does it matter like wouldn't it be great if it was like an ad for clothes was like clothes not even on anyone not talking about beauty it was just like was just like look at this nice red top like you know it's like mark we have like a whole it's just not gonna change until capitalism does really because it's like that's what it's like the whole of the world in i feel like across all countries i I mean i don't know about north korea but like apart from that it's like literally just everywhere in the world um we the world like revolves around us trying to buy shit that makes us a better us and like you know captures that part of our base um human nature they need to appeal to our ideal self and we can't have an ideal self if we don't hate our current self Well, it reminds me of when I was in a, like a bus. I remember when um, I was just like taking the bus home from, I didn't really know what feminism was until like uni or some shit, but um, I don't like what the word meant, but I remember just like having, every time I like had an anger outburst um, on the bus with like, it was like all our sister schools, which means like all boys and like a family <laughs> friend. And um, I just found myself, cause they'd always like taunt me and shit. Um, with stuff like you know it would be like oh have you like um so a man like runs over his wife in the living room um with the car like whose fault is it and i just be like what the fuck and it's like oh you know it's a woman's fault for not being in the kitchen <laughs> and then oh, just I hate that start laughing and it's like all it's like guys that i kind of knew but like just like guys that went to the same school and it'd just be like all of them like jeering and laughing and me just like having like tears in my eyes being like well it's not right like it's not okay and then one of them being like oh you know um 
uh, girls wearing makeup isn't really that cool. All they talk about is like hot girls and shit. So then it's like, but, but like, you know, if she wears makeup, that's like actually pretty shit. Like you want to be like naturally beautiful. And I was just like, fuck you guys. Like I was got, I think that's where most of my rage has come from is conversations like that. Same. But it's also just so dumb because I'm like, where do you, like, I, cause that's not a funny joke. You know what no. I mean? If you just break it down as a joke. No, it's not. It's funny. not a funny. It makes no sense. So, yeah. um, like, even if it was, like, even with the sexism and all that kind of stuff, mm. it's not funny. So yeah. I think that's like the most exhausting thing. Because yeah. I'm like, you don't think this is funny, like, with the dude. Like, you think getting a yeah. rise out of me is something, or you think some yeah. kind of camaraderie is something. But you yourself, you don't actually think that joke is funny. And no. now you're saying it, and now you're laughing, which is annoying. Not yeah. because it's like on my expense, but it's annoying because you're laughing at a an unfunny joke and yeah. <laughs> really earlier before this i made a really funny comment and you called me a fucking weirdo because i'm a woman yeah like that's yeah. like fucking annoying that's like and this is like this is like you know kids that were like pretty well educated and stuff so i'm just like yeah i guess it's sort of like when i'm thinking of these issues stepping outside of my age group like you're talking about older women which is like a whole other like that is such a big issue um and then also school kids and like how impressionable you are as like a young girl it's mm. just like a fucking nightmare being a teenage girl seriously and also a young boy because they yeah. are told that these jokes are funny they don't get them it isn't <laughs> yeah. funny and then they're like made to be sexist in a sense like totally. like i mean because of society because yeah. some older cousin told one boy in that school this fucking joke he didn't understand it he explained it to him he like gave him a chocolate milk or something afterwards and he was like oh i seriously <laughs> Associate being sexist and awful with dumb jokes with chocolate milk. Therefore, yeah. I'm gonna tell all my friends because I'm like got some. I'm quite popular because I'm good at football or whatever the fuck yeah. they do. And then like, and then all of these friends, and it becomes like a thing. And then they pick on young girls. And then it's just like it's just so disappointing because it makes it honestly. And again, I think this is like fucking dumb. But I always like hold women to a higher standard than men. But then it mm. makes me always feel sorry for men because I'm like you have no chance because I'm like society I mean you do you have a choice and you have a chance and they have a lot of more chances than us but I mean like and more mm. people than us um but just that thing of like you're just told at such a young you're taught to be sexist mm. you're mm. taught you're taught to be cruel you're taught not to be emotional you're taught that feminine's bad you're taught all these things and yeah. then you're also taught what to find attractive then you know by the time you're a certain age you kind of realize that you have your own thoughts and your opinions and you don't actually have to fit within all- this like mold and it's all lies and then but then maybe by then you're so agitated that you become an incel because you want to blame someone like (laughs) you know like it's just so it's so like hard like I don't it's not I'm not saying it's hard for men but it's so fucking confusing because I'm like why like why you know kids aren't born sexist no it's also so easy to stay that way as well so why bother why would you fight it yeah, you feel like getting rewarded totally. for it too. Exactly, by your friends yeah. and by people and that you look up to. Older than, yeah, yeah. I think that's dad. why boys' school should be abolished. Cause it's yes. Like, it's just Absolutely. not. It's rape culture. You basically, <laughs> at the moment, you're hoping any guy that turns out, I mean, not any, like, I know there's like sensitive men and that's good, but it's like, um, I feel like all the men in my life who are genuine feminists and like fight for women 
um, it's just by luck that they've had a sister or that they've like, you know, grown up around strong women. And so it's just sort of like by having that close connection, that's the only thing I've found in my life that's like combats or like, you know, porn culture and like all of this shit. But it's like, what if you grew up in a household with all boys and then you went to a freaking boys school um, and you didn't have yeah. any role models like that? You're going to become like a danger to society, I think. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's where like violence breeds. And, yeah. Ugh, and it's just like, like that feeling as well, like those jokes and that mentality, especially as a young girl or it's a young, mm. like somewhat feminine person, you're mm. trapped because if you respond, if you get emotional, then you're ridiculous and they'll laugh harder and they'll yeah. like, it's just yeah, like. Yeah, I always got emotional. So that's why it sort of felt like. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been um interesting trying to, yeah, just grow up. Uh, and then you kind of, yeah, I guess I just gravitated more towards like the theater kids in high school, mm. like, um, the kids who weren't ne- like, yeah, a lot of the like more like people of color, I guess, in my high schools were more in that, um, side of like, you know, guys making the jokes, girls being quieter, not, this is not generalizing at all. It was just people that I knew. Um, so yeah, I guess I just gravitated more towards like theater and like arts people, but, um, yeah, that's just sort of how it ends up being like all the sensitive people in those classes <laughs> and the rest of them being yes. assholes. Also, I think theatre boys are good, um, not just because, like, or just theatre people, mm. not just because they're gay, but, like, and, and you know, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And a lot of them aren't gay, but it's mm. just also because you have to overcome something to choose to do theatre if you're a dude. You know what I mean? Because mm. because it's associated with being gay or something mm. like that, and that's feminine and that's yeah. feminine and that's bad. Like, you're already you're already which is ridiculous but you're already like making a risky choice by choosing to do like the school play Mm. or musical totally so then they're always already kind of pretty sure of themselves or i don't know i just think that's interesting like i will say that some of the biggest dickheads i know are straight men in music (laughs) theater and i will never i will never go into bat for them (laughs) actually that's very true (laughs) because then they get power within that industry yeah it's that same thing on like big mouth where there's that like theater boy have you guys seen that episode where like um nick's sister dates like this theater boy and he's just a fucking he's a m'lady essentially and he tries to like force her to suck his dick Mm. and like like, like, he's an asshole (laughs) that was it that's because like especially as young women or like you are the only person who's somewhat sensitive who can have a conversation about these things is this Mm. music theater boy and then oh no i'm being pressured into having sex (laughs) exactly yeah that's and if he doesn't and if he doesn't fuck me then he'll fuck one of the other hot dancer girls you know like (laughs) And that's how I'll get my promotion to be the star of yeah. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Imagine if Harvey Weinstein was like a theater kid. <laughs> I thought you were maybe... about to say a listener. Oh, me too. No. <laughs> Welcome, Harvey. No, He's just like some like sensitive like theater kid in high school and turn into some mumble. Absolutely. I mean, who's going to wank into a plant? A theater kid. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Your Honor, okay. it was uh, it, it was impressionist art. <laughs> um, oh models uh, and mortals. Models and mortals. Speaking of, yeah. um, so we it opens with with Miranda's plotline, which is her on her first date at this at a dinner party with friends. That's weird, right? To go on a first date I, with friends. I actually wrote something yeah. down for this because I have. I was like once seeing this dude who I wasn't that interested in, but I was confused because when he took off his glasses, I thought he kind of looked like David Tennant, and I was like, oh, because I was all Doctor Whovian bitch. Um, and anyway, but I went and I met all of his 
Like I think I I went over to his house and had sex with him, and then I um met like all of his housemates and their friends, and like we'd only like we'd only no, but it was great because like I was like I was fucking on like I didn't really care that much about him, but I cared more about how everyone thought of me and that like little like dinner thing, and everyone like yeah, (laughs) Anna, like Like, just like yeah, and I'm like yes, Sophia, go live your life. Like I was being so like over the top, and everyone was like I was just on fire. Everyone liked me. I was like trying so hard to make everyone like me even though I didn't really like the guy that much but I just wanted mm. anyway so I think it's sometimes it's really fun going to like a dinner party with a friend with someone that you've just like met because it's just like you have nothing to lose That's you know nice. what I mean and you might ne- I never saw those people again well that but was I had like, the best time. I don't even know, remember what they looked like, but I know that I looked amazing and I was fucking yes. on fire. Well, that's like, that's a fantasy right there. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened with Miranda though. Like she was on fire. She was on her at this dinner yeah. party. <laughs> I love that she was me and I wasn't her. You know what I mean? Like, well, she was definitely in that bit where she was like, he was gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that does sound like something I'd say. Oh, yeah. Sorry, world. But they also uh, like, there's like, it also opens with him asking like a controversial question of being like which old hollywood person would you fuck and i'm like i feel I like that's a fun question to answer but i'm like you think that's <laughs> is that edgy <laughs> yeah i know is that what's cool in your world yeah i thought that scene initially it was like interesting to see and it was good to see her like laughing and like enjoying the company of someone which was nice um but i thought that scene was really well played in the kitchen with the um girlfriends so just it was just a really yes. funny I just love when Miranda's the butt of the jokes just because she like had like her facial expressions are gold and it's just like you're definitely what do they say it's just like um you know Nick's had this really um this pattern of and he's like followed the ultimatum and we told him never to date a model again which is great (laughs) that he's dating you and it's just um because you're definitely not a model in a good way (laughs) (laughs) so you're definitely and here's you definitely not a model in a good way (laughs) it's so good it's still it just reminds me of that thing of like uh like I remember once asking my mom in the car when I was like nine or something which is again one of these things where like beauty standards for women is so fucked but I was like mom am I skinny and she was like no why are you not skinny like oh I know you don't want to be skinny like no and I burst into tears I was like no you're thin but I wouldn't say you're like skinny like you don't want to be skinny and I was like ah you think I'm fat fuck you like I was like so it was just so dumb and I was like I want to be skinny because I was like I think I was in year five or something oh like it was God. just so fucked up but um yeah again it's that thing of being like you're definitely not a model and I was like, wait what does that mean and like no because you're not like you know dumb and you're like you know but like you're not just like your beauty like you're more but it's like oh it's still not still not like again it's that it's that thing of being like I don't want to be a model because I like I, you know like in this episode anyway how there's so many negative connotations it's like mm. I don't want to be a model but I also don't want someone to say that I'm definitely not a model not a model I, yes I want to be hot I want to you know I want to make my cake yeah. and eat it to or whatever the fuck well, well actually watching the episode kind of made me feel like um this is going to be a bit abstract to describe but it's like if the episode was a person um it felt like the way that they handled talking about models um kind of reminded me of myself when I'm feeling petty or like it's almost like they couldn't yes 
it's like the episode itself couldn't handle the thought of like a model being a smart person it's just like every time I think there's a montage that comes up after and it's like um the model's talking to like I'm actually I love reading books like I love reading books like magazines from end to end and it's just like um everything that they say that could slightly be like oh maybe she's a bit more complicated it's like nah she's just a dumb bitch who's hot absolutely (laughs) I feel like this is what we really hear like the screenwriters and like the Mm -hmm. writing room of like them ordering like McDonald's for lunch and be like, fuck models are so dumb. We're geniuses. You know what totally. I mean? Yeah. yeah you, you just kind of have um, throughout. The, well, it was actually interesting. I can't remember if it was this episode or the last one, but at some point Miranda kind of snaps at Steve, uh, not Steve, um, sorry. <laughs> as well as um, uh, Skipper. What, Skipper. Skipper. Oh, she called him um, Skippy. <laughs> Listen, Skippy. Steve looks like Skipper with a haircut though. Miranda's exactly. got a type. She's got the type. Well, he says something like, you know, models are dumb or something like that. And she's like, what, you don't think I'm good enough to be a model? Um, and she's like, what, you think women just fit into like two of the two boxes of like, um, whatever I just said before and then uh, I feel like this episode kind of just does that anyway yeah so I feel true. like they believe that they're accusing these men of yeah. like putting people in boxes but at the same time they're like dumb models <laughs> so true though it's like what my my grandpa used to say um whenever my dad brought a girl home he'd be like oh she's really smart if she was like unattractive if he deemed her unattractive mm. or if she was really pretty he'd be like or like and he thought she was dumb he'd be like oh she's really pretty like (laughs) like kind of saying that she's really dumb which is again this i and i think that's true i think there is a mentality that like smart women have brown hair and dumb women have blonde hair or like you know like a woman with big tits is good for one thing you like you know like kind of every barbara streisand movie in the 70s like you know what i mean totally (laughs) yeah totally and i think i've been just this is like totally my personal opinion but i think hopefully i'm learning to move past that a little bit or like i know as a teenager or like even in my early 20s um I was literally like, I think if I met anyone who's super hot, I'd almost just have that um, unconscious bias and be like, they must be dumb. (laughs) Or like, there's something that gives me an up. Whereas I think now I'm becoming a bit more comfortable with myself and just being like, oh, it's actually cool if you meet someone who's like beautiful and smart too or whatever. And that's like nice. This is like me after like two wines. So who knows? It's fine if they're beautiful (laughs) and smart, but if they're beautiful and funny, no. You're like, fuck you. Actually true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm yet to confront that part of my personality and i don't know if i ever yeah. will that is so yeah. funny if i ever tell you that i'm fine with a hot funny person i'm lying <laughs> I love that. yeah well i think it's also like the because we all in stand up at least it's all like well i get told this story all the time um not it's not even a story but just that like in the stand-up world anytime some like hot girl comes along and does stand up like all the guys are on her and like it's all like everyone's like competing to like impress them and shit like that and like flirting Ew. and stuff and i'm like no one flirted with me like literally got Jonathan's like the one person who's flirted with me. <laughs> yeah. The like first guy that flirted with me, I like to end up dating for four years. So it's just like, um, <sighs> literally no one else has. So I don't know where they're getting this from. I had one weird dude come up to me and like flirt with me for a moment and then be like, was the lesbian story true? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That is so funny. I think recently I've come, I think this is kind of fucked actually but like being in a secure relationship where i definitely know that alex won't cheat on me without telling me which is like not a big step to have but i think if he ever cheated on me he'd be like wow i cheated on you i'm so sorry um yeah. and i'd be like you're dumped um yeah but i think i think knowing that he does really love me made me become way more secure in my 
looks and stuff, which shouldn't be, that should not be the case, but yeah. that's what ah, happened. You can't help it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and, and then it also made me appreciate really beautiful women who are like much more than their looks, which of course they are. Mm. But I mean, like, mm. like Alex has a couple of friends who are just without a doubt, super hot, like super hot and blonde and tanned and like, just fucking gorgeous, like Instagram model, like, and they are Instagram models, mm. and they're fucking brown low, <laughs> like brown low, super hot, brown like ridiculous. Diet. And it's been yeah. really nice going out with them, like maybe this was a couple of years ago, and seeing how men see them, and me knowing how fucking smart and funny they are, like, and but men yeah. seeing them literally just as blonde objects, and like hitting on them, like they think that, like they think they know how to talk to them because they're blonde and hot and like mm. obviously don't have a brain but me just being there like what are, you are so not yeah, even idiot. worth this person's time at all like they're one they're super hot like much hotter than you they're also much smarter than you are and they're much funnier than you are and like yeah. <laughs> you just you're an idiot to think that you could even go there like <laughs> but it's just really nice seeing women through the male gaze but me knowing how incredible they are and how exhausting, even though that's like, oh, poor them. They're like beautiful and smart and funny. But like how exhausting that must be to like be treated like an object when you're like much more than that. But also like, but also then there's a weird part of me that I'm like, I want to be treated as an object. But like, again, (laughs) you cannot win. You you can't can't win. win. Well, with stand up particularly, I felt like, um, it's like this weird thing where it's like, yeah, in all other aspects of your life, you're going to gain power by like the more attractive you are. And in stand up too, if you dress up for stand up, people don't laugh as much. Or like, it's just like, you can't just be like a pretty girl doing stand up or like a hot girl doing stand up because, um, I mean, I, I could be completely wrong. Like, people say that I'm wrong all the time. I don't so even know what the right um, approach is. Like, I feel like, I feel yeah. I feel like I read a thread once where people were like, I, this was when I've been doing comedy for like maybe a year, but there was in one of those like, um, mm. or like, queer comedy groups or whatever like someone was doing like a thesis on how people dress when they do comedy um and was talking asking women how they dress and a lot of people were saying i will wear jeans and a t-shirt because i need to like be mm. on the same level as the guys which i also every man yeah yeah which i also understand as well and like to be honest i do that too but i i feel like at the start of my stand up i was really dressing like cute like i'd always wear like a poppy color or like have the cute earrings and like have I never wore never wore too much makeup like it was always like very like oh my god <laughs> yeah, like I yeah, was thinking of that thing where it's like bed. yeah I was just like well I'm out uh. but <laughs> like whereas now I think I'm I don't know if it's because I realized that dressing like that didn't help me or if I stopped giving a fuck in terms of like yeah. showing up to gigs if I'm less trying to impress people but mm. I don't know I, I I haven't really like considered how I dress for these for just for yeah. stand-up and I didn't either, but I think initially, I think I just used to go with, yeah, whatever, like your loose shirt and your um, whatever. This is, I think the lockdown period as well as just like the last few months have made me reflect a bit more because it's like, yeah, a lot of good standups do put effort into not even like to look good, but just like to have, it's like another way of branding or like, this is yeah. like who I am, an expression of my comedy. And it's like, for me, actually, not all my jokes are just like, I'm your everyday. It's like, I can't just keep making jokes about just like being your everyday person if I don't feel that myself. I and mean, I am an everyday person, but it's like, yeah, I, 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 it's better me coming from my truth. And that might be like a mixture of like tragedy and comedy or like, um, yeah, I do want to achieve shit and like I am ambitious and stuff. I'm not just like, um, a, you know, like 
someone that you can come yeah I, I don't know exactly what i'm trying to say but it's like i want to think a bit more about my clothing and not feel restricted to just being like i need to just wear my like shittest jeans and like crappest shirt to be like relatable to people because yeah, people don't believe it either. they don't like it's not really like yeah. i guess the same if you're just making jokes and you know it, um, it's not true. People don't buy that. And also there's like power in what you wear. Like I find with mm. like a lot of my sketch comedy, I either like to like dress up like a, um, like, like I wear, <laughs> I don't know why Pat and I chose this uniform. Pat who I do comedy with for people that don't know, but we like, we, he's like, great. He's okay. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Double in paradise. No, we wear, I, like we both wear these like, like relatively kind of like, mid-thigh black shorts and just a white (laughs) t-shirt and like that's what we wear but then usually in every show I will strip down to my underwear and I'll be wearing like a like essentially a g-string and a um (laughs) and a bra and it's like I find both so empowering and I'll wear a lot of makeup though because I think that's really funny like Mm. I think so many things are so funny like Mm. wearing like essentially what looks kind of like a dumb school uniform not even just like shit like like I kind of like what a waiter would wear but with like short shorts, yeah. like she wear jazz shoes. Ja- well, jazz yeah, flags. oh my god, amazing! <laughs> and then with a full face of makeup, but then being fucking disgusting, I really enjoy. And then also being really hypersexual, and like be like showing not my like taint. I don't, you know, but like you know, like you, that kind of thing. Or like mutually yeah. masturbating on on stage with like nothing on, yeah, or, or with like a really stylistic. Yeah, like I think I really love the kind of dichotomy dichotomy of like doing really disgusting stuff while looking super hot but then also looking super hot and trying to look super hot because I think it's like super I think it's just really empowering but I also think it's really empowering for a woman to like look really ugly and not and not being like oh look I'm looking I'm pulling a yucky face but like genuinely just like look fucking just like you know some of our favorite actors Mm. are like women who look horrendous in a movie or whatever or like Mm. look really I don't know I just think I just like um, people, I don't know. I like it's all empowering those either way. Yeah, like, I think all yeah. of it is. I think it's like I, that's why I love mixing it all up within a show because I think, uh, you know, having moments where I've been truly disgusting and hypersexual and almost like quite, I don't know, like in one show I was like like pulled down my pants and started fucking a chair, but like really, but then just re- repetitively fucking and it was squeaking along the stage. It wasn't a sketch <laughs> show; it was a theater show, but just like yeah. being super. And it like went on too long anyway. And I think, cause that wasn't attractive, but it was very sexual mm. yeah. and I like that too. But then sometimes I like being really, anyway, I just like all of it. I think it's very, I think yeah. it's very empowering. I, I think, think having an intention behind it is like the main thing. Um, mm. And then you're not like an object that people are just putting, I mean, not that any of it's on the onus of the person who is the object or doing it, but it's just like, yeah, I think having the intention for us as a person, as the agent is um, empowering because then it's not just like, people deciding who you are like deciding what box to put you in and shit like that yeah absolutely absolutely mm. it's like it's but, like if, if we were famous or something and someone was like oh earthy wore a tight top and then like you yeah. saw that in a magazine the next day you just wore no top you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. it's like it's like that kind of thing yeah being like well fuck you fuck yeah you. yeah totally yeah um and you can totally yeah. get why, like, certain stand-ups ha- just have a uniform as well because mm. that's, like, a, a, an element of control. As yeah. Um, yeah, but I can't fight to that because I, um, I also really like wearing lots of different clothes. I also feel like it's just, like, do whatever the fuck you want. And one day yeah. things feel great and one day they don't, you know? Totally, exactly. <laughs> um, um, 
So Miranda finds out that this guy at the dinner is dating, is a, is a modelizer, as Carrie calls them, mm-hmm. um, and pretty much dumps him straight away. It's pretty much like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> but also he, he admits that she was just a beard. He was like, yeah. yeah. He was like, but yeah, you got to meet some new people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. So, Imagine going on a date for like no reason. Like, I think we miss a, miss a line where she's like, what, what was I, just your intellectual beard? Yes. <laughs> Which is funny as, um, I think, yeah, definitely. He just, he's obviously an idiot. And then I was like, does that even happen in real life? But then I thought when she explains, when Carrie breaks it down, she's like, um, models in other cities are just like people on billboards. Cause I'm like, I don't even know that many models. Like I probably like know like one person on my Facebook who's a model or something. Um, so, but then in New York, it would be, it's like, that would be really fucked if there's like a whole, if there's like people just a lot of models all around you. Yeah. That's actually very true because I guess if Mm. someone's a model in Australia, I don't really give a shit about them. But then I feel like if I saw Kate Moss or something. It was like runway models just around you on the street. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe Broadway dancers too. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the the hottest people from every town have moved to New York or LA. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So that would actually be a real problem, um, I feel, like, <laughs> legitimate. Because I was like, oh, is this, like, some bullshit problem that they've made up to, like, talk about? But I guess for them, it's their reality. Well, it's like, I guess it's like going to LA and everyone just being, like, super skinny and, like, mm. being really into wellness. And then if you were just, like, and, and getting dressed up or, like, I've been watching a lot of, like, Beverly Hills-based shows. Yeah, yeah. love Or, like, it. Selling love Sunset it. and stuff like uh, that. Yeah. So I feel like if you were just around that all the time, you'd be like, oh, I should probably get dressed up if I'm going to leave the house, <laughs> yeah. which, like, is just such a foreign concept for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, like, that is so far from, like, our reality right now. It's just, yeah. Oh, like, my God, totally. Crazy. The stuff that I've been going to the shops in is just is fucking wild. Mm. Well, it would be really interesting to see a study of like people's because I I would never in before coronavirus I would like I don't know if you guys can see what I'm wearing but for our listeners we're basically I'm just basically wearing the same thing I've been wearing every day which is like this huge puffy jumper and like my track pants and I will go anywhere in this out like we go shopping to like within the five k's of our house and I'll just <laughs> wear this and it's like mm-hmm. that would be mortifying to me a few months ago. But it's just like it's. It would be interesting to see a study of how much people's like perceptions and ideologies have changed around clothing with this stuff, and it just feels appropriate because everyone's doing it. It's like no one looks hot going to the shops at the moment. Exactly, and like everybody's got face masks on. So yeah, it's like, so what's the point? Who who the fuck are you trying to impress? It's also, yeah. so interesting. Like I feel like I don't wear any other outfits except for like probably three different types of track pants or like exercise pants and Mm. two different jumpers but I also keep looking at buying really extravagant summer dresses that are like full length sheer like puffy sleeves like kind of um structured like really weird like stuff that I'd wear to like fashion week or something I keep being like I should buy that (laughs) just to have like it's so weird that's capitalism being like stuff that you don't need that you're just gonna like this will make me feel special yeah (laughs) absolutely and the fuck part is is that it would make you feel special well i think it's there's there's, it's like a bit of a fine line because it's like actually yeah like us looking up summer dresses i feel like generally that's just like an expression of myself like i just not even to like look to hot to other people it's just like i want to just fucking feel hot like wear a fucking summer dress and be around people that would be amazing but it's just a fine line i guess humans are like societal creatures so it's like my ideals and as soon as it's like after day one and everyone's like doing a trend or whatever people just feel that um need to convert or like change mm. themselves and do all this shit compared to other people 
Yeah, that's super true. And that, I feel like that's similar to makeup too. Like, you know how like, well, I don't know if you guys mm. like read Girlfriend Magazine or whatever, but they're like, oh, yeah. men hate red lipstick. And it's like, yes. women love red. Like red lipstick is like the best thing in the world. You can just chuck it on. You're like, I look yeah. like a fucking supermodel hero woman. Supermodel. Yeah, yeah, like, and I feel like, and the same with like, I don't know, we're all, I, I guess like so much, yeah, what I feel like a lot of people don't realize is even though we um or not all of us but we're taught to kind of look at ourselves through the male gaze to like be appealing towards men which is such a fucking funny thing um so get weird. in their minds get in, they, need to, they need to know me um yeah but like so much to do with like makeup and clothes is like you said like self-expression like i saw this woman once at, at trunk where i used to work um wearing so much highlighter like it was like and it was the shiniest highlighter i've ever seen like she looks like like she was trying to dress up as a tin man and like her boyfriend was with her and she was like super hot her boyfriend was with her like out and i'd be like fuck me if i like like if i like looks like that out i feel like people would think i looked crazy because i think this woman looks crazy but in saying that self-expression she felt fucking good highlighted to the gods and she was like it's sparkly as fuck and maybe that's like amazing like um yeah i don't know why i I brought that up but i think she looked fucking crazy but (laughs) it's also reminded me yeah yeah it reminded me of a joke that Amy Schumer used to have about like I think it was it was like the premise or something about just, about just like going to a wedding and just like only wearing highlighter and it's because you can get really carried away with highlighter and it's just like you like step away from the mirror or like go into natural daylight and it's like um, yes. so it's relatable but I think even with Amy Schumer I feel like she's like if you look at her Instagram posts I feel like there's no so for some reason she's been able to like transcend into this like I feel like some women and who are celebrities can transcend into this space where it's like literally does not matter what you look like you have ability like I don't look at her in any sort of the only way I look at her um in an intimidated way is like her funniness and it's like not nothing to do with her looks which is amazing mm-hmm. I think um just getting just being able to get to that level um yeah her all of her Instagram well. yeah. For real. yeah yeah exactly her success and the kind of I guess the image and the public figure she's able to establish for herself as just like a funny person yeah absolutely i think yeah i, I actually don't think i've spoken it like yeah i don't think we've spoken about amy schumer um mm. and her instagram because as much as we're like oh that's fine that's normal blah 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 it's fucking not normal for a female celebrity to be like so because she was so blatantly honest about her birth and her um yeah um, I, ivf stuff and her afterbirth and all that kind of anyway like it's just like that's fucking crazy and even like her showing it like like just like no make and like not that that should matter but it's actually is a pretty big deal Mm. yeah and it's good it's good like it makes me feel like i can just be a woman you know what i mean showing her like after um like yeah post-birth photos and stuff or like her in the background of someone holding her kid and be like happy mother's day (laughs) and she's like, like looking ratchet in the corner i'm like that's fucking it yeah. I also feel like I have very similar colouring to um, Amy Schumer sometimes, so I think that I would look like that afterwards and I really liked it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, yeah, it's really important to have. I know people have, like, controversies with her over. It's like I feel like every anything I like, there's, like, <laughs> there's, like some controversy that I should be, like, really concerned about, but I'm like, Ugh, I don't know, I just like what I like and I just really like her. Um, so, yeah, thanks, yeah. Amy. <laughs> Thanks for your time. Um, we were talking, yeah. Speaking of someone who gives us really good looks, Miranda was um, Miranda was dumped, or she got she dumped. Who dumped? Did he I, dump? I think I think he was honest about her being just a beard. Yeah. So I think he kind of dumped, but it was just like it was never a it thing. It was never a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and modelizer and that thing. Yeah. And, and I think I really like that sequence where they, um, they're all like having takeaway at Carrie's house and um, they're sort of just talking about, I think the, um, what's it called? The voiceover goes like nothing like models, like the conversation of models to spike up a night of um, single women just having dinner together or something like yes. that. Which and is then- so true. It can be endless. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it, it was kind of nice how they pointed out, the like spite and uh, vehemence and uh, and stuff around talking about beautiful women, mm-hmm. even though they're already beautiful. But it was just yeah. like it's just so it's one of those things where like it brings. I feel like it brings out the worst in women. It's that like it's I guess that whole like women hating other women. But mm. I don't know. It's just it was just very honest. I felt mm. and I enjoy that because I don't like to be like no, I never like you know. It's like you saying yeah. Jordan like oh. If a if a comic is like be like really hot and really funny, I f- actually deep down part of me hates mm. that, which is so not right. Yeah, but it's fucking yeah. true. You <laughs> I know what I'm not going to tell not them. Right, no, you're not going to say you're awful. And yeah. like, I'm going to create a fake <laughs> Instagram account like... and bully them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not going to make them quit, but it's still um, no, 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 no. I won't make them quit straight away. Slowly over time, yeah. I will start to no. Jordan will just Jordan will pull her dick out and start masturbating in front of them so they can. Oh, God, I'm so sorry that's not a good joke. That's a, that's a Louis C.K. joke ruining two female comics careers. I oh. love to Louis C.K. as a verb. <laughs> We're gonna um, edit we'll edit it. I, I love um, in, that, in that scene as well, they kind of are going around with this magazine and everyone's like saying the bits that they hate about themselves and um charlie's like all i can see is my thighs and carries like my nose and miranda says something and then so um they're all like waiting for samantha to speak and samantha's like oh what like is it that bad that i like love like every part of myself and they're like um it's just so funny and i think miranda i mean sorry samantha just stands out as like the legend that she is from like early on in the season um because i have written down here that she's got I think the appealing thing about her is that she just embodies abundance, which I'm, I've been getting a bit spiritual on lockdown. Oh, wow. yeah. Embodies she, abundance. It's not like she, with her, it's never about like you get that and I, so that means I get less. It's like um, there's a line when they go to a fashion show later. Um, it's like Carrie Mar- says, Miranda, sorry, Samantha is one of the few people who feel like being around beautiful people just makes them more beautiful, which yeah. is beautiful <laughs> i love it and and she like like at that fashion show was like loving it and having a great time yeah. and like was like there's no point not, not that there's no point comparing yourself to beautiful women but but there kind of isn't because it's just mm. like there's always going to be somebody else to compare yourself to and like it's good to be somewhat competitive in a way for like your own growth but like yeah it's just it's gonna be endless if you're gonna like stay up all night comparing yourself to supermodels then good luck and also i think it comes again uh, down again to like the beauty trap idea mm. it and like also um ableness too mm. like i i remember like once um uh, yeah i don't know like uh, four years ago or something just getting really down about myself, about my body and stuff like that. I'm like, I can fucking walk. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and not that that means that I'm worth more than someone who can't walk, but I'm like, mm. what the fuck am I like? And also even in terms of like beauty standards, like, anyway, whatever. I was just like, no, I, I don't want to go that, up on myself, but it's just that, that thing again of being like, 
why the fuck am yeah why am i comparing myself to people there's always going to be someone who's more beautiful than me and why does that even matter yeah like, exactly stupid michelle obama says that in her podcast um which is you know comparable to us but um she's just like i think oprah or someone asked her about that and she's just like she had a father who grew up with um who just had ms and like died early from that and she's just like well i can fucking walk and my dad couldn't and um it just was it's just like ridiculous to her to constantly question her like because like yeah because we're all built differently so and also mm-hmm. we can use our body the way that it's you know the way that we've been given so what's the point yeah yeah exactly and that's why it's so good having someone like samantha who again like thrives off like i don't want to say beauty as achievement because she does this throughout the series with a lot of different mm. things but she like kind of thrives off um people around her doing well too like and in this circumstance in like this like model situation it's it yeah. comes down to looks which is blah but whatever um and it's but just really exciting herself. and it's also really like just nice because obviously this episode is like we've said before is like about being like com- comparison and models and mortals blah 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 mm. but it is also nice to see samantha absolutely froth the models in her own right and like yeah and and like you said like just like abs- like embrace the situation that they're in and i think that's a really yeah. good example to have as well. well i think she also yeah definitely and she um i think it's just like her backing herself and not really taking society standards as something that she shouldn't like she's not entitled to in some ways because she's mm. like all the while she's like, yeah, I'm as hot as a model. Um, and then everyone's like, you know, even though her friends even are like, Samantha, come on. Um, she's like, what? I am. And then she like sleeps with that guy who only dates. Or, okay, so this is another part which is fucked. So this guy who's Carrie's friend fucks only models and then fucking films them without the consent having sex. So it's just like times have they changed. really like you can go to jail. blaze through that as well. Yeah. And Carrie's like lighting a cigarette being like, yeah, show me some. It's just- <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, would you like that having to you? And um Fuck. she and then Samantha asks for it, even though he's like, I only film models and she's like, Yeah, well I don't mind. Um and she's just like to that point, I feel like any of the other characters would have been like really offended or like um like hated themselves and being like i'm not a model but she's just like yeah we'll film me as well yeah absolutely samantha is release your own nudes you know what i mean yeah exactly (laughs) so true she's looking directly down the barrel of the camera for every single one like i can't imagine her like looking down or looking away at all she's like i'm here too (laughs) yeah exactly she's just like this is me yeah yeah exactly yeah that fucking guy shooting model and just like (sighs) Carrie being like, hmm. and also him um, just like walking around spraying yellow paint and be like, psh, psh, all right, come over here, have a look at this. this is my real, bro. it's just so fucking funny. I really oh. enjoyed Carrie's description of him being like one of those Soho socialites or whatever who mm. has never sold a painting but is able to live their lifestyles. In other words, his parents are rich. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> just fucking around with like, and I'm like, I'm no art critic, but like ugly paintings yeah <laughs> <laughs> looks like a set dresser they're like we need it to pop because carrie is wearing this cardigan and they're like okay <laughs> yuck also miranda seems to she bumps into like skip is trying to get in contact with oh my god yeah. skipper needs to chill skipper yeah. is like and skip is like this nice boy which blah um who you know deserves more or whatever allegedly (laughs) um 
Skipper is trying had a really great date with Miranda last episode. They had a shit date, but he like grabbed her and kissed her, and she was like, because mm. Miranda's a sub. And they mm. <laughs> she fucking is, we know. It. Um and she's like one of those businessmen that like to get pissed on or shit on, like Absolutely. Yeah, I need to feel something. Yeah, because she's so powerful in like yeah, her career. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. We know That's you. It's fine. That's a, this is part of the reason that we love Miranda. Yeah. Um, but she obviously didn't like Skipper because um Skipper's not well, she's not returning his calls. <laughs> like, he's yeah. like not returning. And uh, he yeah. keeps calling. Yeah. And he keeps calling. I think he's just, I mean, he's sort of like the other end of, um, I feel like in these early episodes, they're kind of exploring like the negative effects on men as well. And he's like been told all his life he's entitled to women, um, told he should be a nice guy. Like, I mean, I do feel a little bit for him because he's like, I'm doing all I can. I'm like, nice. I tell you, like, you're beautiful. Like, I'm here, all of this stuff. But there's just something about him that you're like, no, you're just a weirdo that um, I can't be with. So With guys like that, sometimes I'm like, I feel like you're just ticking the boxes, though. Like, I mm. feel like you're doing because you can you can sense bullshit, like not all the time, um, but that you can sense bullshit when you're like, Are you just like, you're just like pushing this like nice guy image out there. So I'm like, oh my God, he's exactly. not like the rest. But like yeah. secretly you're an incel. And yeah. <laughs> you yeah, listen to Jordan funny. Peterson just for like a differing opinion. And I'm like, no, oh, I find that hard to believe. Um, I think Skip is just kind of pathetic. Like I think he's one of those dudes. Like I think he's like, oh, I love someone. But it's like, I don't know. I just think he's, yeah. I think he's just desperate and doesn't know how to fucking... Or maybe does know. No, Skipper, you, she's not calling you back. She's not interested. Yeah. And yeah. also, like, do yeah. some other work. It doesn't just... And we've, like, we else. talk about this later on as well, but it's like, it doesn't just come down to niceness. There's so many different mm, elements absolutely. to attraction. How about yeah. a fucking personality? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> too much to ask. Come on, man. Anyway, Skipper's really sad. I don't hate Skipper as well. I also think that... Carrie's really kind to him like the way she handles it is like when they're having a quick conversation I was like Carrie's actually really kind to Skipper um and they seem like a nice-ish friendship um yeah and he bumps into he leaves her another message of being like why don't you call me back and then bumps into her at the deli and she's like not prepared and he's buying Captain Crunch and then what happens um, she takes him back she, she like goes to his back. house it's- he says you look luminescent. Or something. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, um, because yeah. she said she couldn't, she couldn't resist her reflection in his glasses, looking. Like yes, and they're so foggy. It's like you can't even see yourself. This, like, this is what like brings me back to like this idea of seeing yourself through someone else's eyes, and then, um, like, uh, and that kind of making you attracted to them. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that, but like being attracted to someone because they're actually attracted to you and you're like, wow, maybe mm. I am hot. And then you're like fucking yourself when you fuck them. Cause you're like, yeah, yeah. they're loving this. Therefore I'm yeah. amazing. Yeah. Like I, um, definitely, I thought that was really nice. Miranda, like, and I also th- think it's kind of really, um, I was gonna say relevant. No, it's really relatable, um, for Miranda like changing a tune on Skipper because he says something to her that really resonates with her and makes her feel good about herself mm, and therefore yeah. being like, okay, I like you now. Because I think that's, you'd think with Miranda, she wouldn't fall for that shit, but it's nice kind of mm. seeing her actually be like, oh, you think I'm luminous? That's actually such a nice compliment. Like if you're being like, yeah. oh, that's such a nice compliment to get. And mm. then being like, holy shit, like someone's, no one's ever called me that before. 
all right, mm. I'm going to go on a date with you because you've made me feel like really beautiful. And that's something I didn't know that I needed, but I needed in that moment. Sure, it's not a reason to date someone that you don't like, but of course that turns shit around. I think that's kind of... That's why we like these women though as well. Yeah. It's because they have yeah. these moments because like, no one is fucking above the like whatever it makes you feel when someone calls you luminous it doesn't fucking matter where you are in your life like (laughs) totally and and i think that's like what is nice is like amongst like the major successes they're allowed to have this like moment yeah absolutely um yeah definitely and skipper is funny i was just looking at my notes i think um what was i gonna say i think what the moment um when we look at back at the scene where they're all at the fashion show and um Stanford's there and he's like obsessed with his male model um and Carrie sort of like had it for the night and going home and then the hot male model that um Stanford's really into jumps in Carrie's car and goes home with her um it's oh actually yeah yeah so that happens but I think um I was gonna say that it's sort of like when we talk to, when we see him, he's like really sensitive and he's like, oh, I hate people. I hate models. I hate like everything. I just, you know, I love, I just want to be a policeman in like a country town and my wife and like all of this like deep shit. So it's like, we do get the breaking of the binary between models and mortals, but it's through a man, which is um, of its time. It's like fine. But nowadays you'd hope that it would be like, yeah, it's not just men who get to be like sensitive and like deep and stuff as well yeah it's very rewards for good boys in that sense of just being like we're just like mm-hmm. oh, yeah i get what you're saying um she also skipper i'm not skipper what's his name stanford stanford needs to chill stanford i just think needs to work on his professionalism the way that a he talks to his client his one and only client by the way which is fucking risky yeah. especially considering that guy just wants to like move back home and become a police officer it's like you need to invest in someone else or actually listen to him stanford yeah um but also like when they were leaving like he's giving a neck massage to one of the other younger models I'm like jesus fucking christ yeah like just stop the for a moment out. stop yeah. sexually harassing these young models when you're an agent like jesus um but uh, we also at the party we mr big's there Mm. again he pops up again it's really nice um mr big like she sees mr big across the room and he waves at her i think i was looking down at my notes at this point um Mm. but um and then carrie waves back and samantha's already kind of introduced him uh, not introduced him told introduced him to the story being like he's like essentially super rich and powerful i.e the next donald trump but hotter which is like um but (laughs) um but yeah, and it's interesting because he instantly recognizes her, which I think is really kind of nice considering mm-hmm. like she he just picked up condoms for her. I think the whole introduction of Mr. Big is really, it really yeah. does set you up to like him. And yes. then that, I mean, even though he's a bit of a schmazzy fart or whatever, mm. and that doesn't, a that's, schmazzy fart. that's not a word, but that's kind of, um, that's yeah. a word now. Um, yeah, but I think that's nice. And it's also really nice. Samantha goes to hit on him. No, that was yes. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I got so confused. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. I Where was, was like, Mr. Big? Oh, he's at no. He's at the no. the model thing. And, and, yeah. and he's with a model, and he's asking what her next column's gonna be like. Yeah. yeah. And then he asks her Bye. where she writes. Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, no, wait, no, for our listeners, we're recording this all in one day, so it's very confusing for us. <laughs> Um, that's totally fine. But I think the introduction to Big is really good. And I wanted to say something about the end of the episode, but after we're done 
with um this part well i i think we're we're, we're almost there i was just gonna say like he mm. he asked her where and honor and i kind of had a brief discussion about this um after we watched it um the second time because we had to rewatch <laughs> but um the it was uh yeah, it was it was kind of like it, it it danced between. I feel like a lot of people could watch something like that and unpack and be like, oh, it's creepy that he asks her where she works and then shows up mm. at the coffee shop at the end of the episode where she is working. But mm. I think that there are two things um, going on here. He's pursuing her in a casual way. Yeah. And he may have very well been in the area. If I was pursuing someone and I was in that area and I knew that they worked in that coffee shop, I'd fucking go in there and say hello. Yeah, and yeah. he doesn't take up her time because he knows that she's working. He, like, yeah. has a moment with her and then leaves, which, you know, you could read as, like, oh, he's giving her a taste, so she wants more. But I also think it's because he's like, oh, she's working, I have to go to work. Yeah, I've said, and I've I think said my piece. He's different to Skipper as well. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And I think what he says there, I think I really feel that um, pull that ends up, you know, going on for a bit in this, um tv show of like you know like big as like a person you can't really classify yet um mm. because he's like there with his model girlfriend or whatever like person he's sleeping with um at the party but then he pops by and he has i think i really like what he says um in the cafe he says um like you know yeah you can date all the models but then um sooner or later you kind of just want someone that makes you laugh um and it's just like a cute moment where carrie's all like hey hey like I'm funny, I'm quirky or whatever. Um, but then I thought that was all undermined by the last sentence she says in the show, which is which um, is such a classic Sex in the City move. It's just like, what the fuck? Because she's like making an analogy. She's like, do we, um, she says something like, do we want the, do we want everything? Like, do we want the park, the apartment, rent controlled apartment overlooking the park, which is her analogy for being beautiful. Yes, and then you do be, want that. Um, yeah, it's like, yeah, you do want that. It's awful, awesome. And then she's like, um, after big leaves, she's like, oh, I just realized that um, it's rent apartment. She says beauty phase, but rent controlled apartments are forever. And it's like, what does that even mean? Was this in this episode? Did she reference the Cold War a lot too? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I think that's the third episode. Oh I'm my god, I'm so I'm a mess. <laughs> but I don't get this. It's like, does she mean? Does it? Does that initial analogy mean that like overlooking the is rent control like the cool bit that you're like if you're like not pretty, you're at least rent controlled because you're hot, like you're funny and stuff, and you're overlooking a park, which is the beauty bit. I guess so. Or, and I guess it's hard to stomach because we're living in a world where especially in the states rent control isn't forever it's not a thing yeah so what is your point point? and also i think yeah. i was just drunk i don't know they want to move in with me i'm drunk I was like, after that beautiful moment with big i was like oh yeah that's like lovely i can see this like love forming and then she's like so I really rent control by apartments are forever and beauty's not. Um, and that was the end of the episode. So I think she means rent controlled is being like cool and quirky. <laughs> I still, I still I don't know. Gary, Gary, I don't know. Gary, you're drunk. Yeah, um, are you still talking about the park? What like... are you talking about? I'd love to. Can I, are you inviting me to your house? Like what's up? But um, I think something that is nice. Cause I was kind of like, uh, I don't know the I just want the woman that makes me laugh I was kind of like oh yeah okay yeah. but I guess like I guess the nice thing about it is I think I think for people who are dating you want especially 
if you're potentially going to date someone who like consistently dates, I don't know, like super hot actors or models mm. or something like that, the idea that you could be somewhat worth more or worth the same or whatever as someone who's super hot is really mm. appealing and also different to what society tells you in terms of being like, well, if you're less beautiful, then you're worthless than someone yeah. who's way more beautiful than yeah. you in terms of like the standards of beauty. Mm. Um, so mm. I guess that is nice in terms of being like, oh, you would actually want to, which is so shit because I think Carrie's amazing, but like, oh, you want to date me even though you date models? Like, yeah. and then he's like, yeah, well, you make me laugh. And I think that's, it is it's like kind of basic, but it is nice in in the sense of being like, yeah, that's actually worth a lot. And actually, weirdly, I, Alex recently said that um, to me. I was like, oh, why are you still with me? Like, not that. <laughs> like, even though I think I'm great, but I'm like, we've been together for like why five. Why do you poke these bears? <laughs> I don't know. But um, <laughs> tell me your least favorite thing. <laughs> Literally, I do that all the time. I'm like, what's your least favorite thing about me? <laughs> what do you hate? Um, but but I'm like, I, I and it was really interesting because I was like, you know, like we you know, he went away for three months and uh, just, you know, like random shits happen. Nothing like that, mm. that bad. Mm. And I'm like, oh, why? Is-? And he was like, oh, it's because without fail, you will make me laugh every day. Like every yeah. single day you make me laugh about something, which isn't like, you know, a massive achievement or whatever, but he's like, that's, that's something that I really appreciate about no, our relationship. No, yeah, I think it's really true. Um, I think that's it- the only reason we stay together as well. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's, but I think it's so impor- important and it's also, he's not like, yeah, dad, fat ass like that's like yeah. why i want it is a contributing factor but like i think it's <laughs> i think it's definitely it's just nice and also it's just such a nice thing to be like oh i make you laugh every day and then i kind of realized and i'm like i do make you laugh every day you're welcome yeah. like pay me pay yeah. me loves gonna say the same thing um people pay well, money for this so that does i guess that yeah resonated with me because i was like that's similar to what not you know not that mm. alex was dating models before me but his first girlfriend mm. was super hot <laughs> um, and like really really smart and That's rich awesome. um yeah uh, but, oh, she wasn't yeah. funny no she uh no she wasn't funny oh but she God. was um, I think she should be dead in the world. yeah <laughs> i think <laughs> that's the that's like the ineffable quality because it's like yeah i even i even guys that i've thought i'd wanted to be with because they were like hot or like you know that initial it's just like a reminder that that initial attraction does fade because it's like have you ever tried to spend two minutes with like guys that i used to think were like super hot but then you'd like hook yes. up and like hang out try to hang out for like a day and it's like fucking a torture like a torture chamber trying to like make conversation and do all that shit it's like there is an ineffable um quality with someone that you that makes you laugh like humor is like you can't classify it it's like someone that makes you laugh and um that you laugh together at stuff it's just like a it's like the stuff that you'd miss most if you weren't together and then also something that you can't manufacture and that doesn't fit into like capitalism and like all this shit that we like do mm. measurements with mm. that's very true and also like relationships is like companionships too mm. like i feel like that's also coming into it a lot in stage four lockdown like and in like <laughs> yeah. these quarantine times better be companions yeah, yeah. you better fucking laugh <laughs> like yeah absolutely like the value of that is really important because otherwise like i wonder how many hot boring couples have been like <sighs> so true this is it this is it um what do you guys rate this episode i don't know like uh, a fucking six you didn't yeah. like it. What? I don't even remember what happened. Um, <laughs> um, what was it? No, yeah, Models and Mortals. Yeah, look, it was fine. I don't think it's, like, anything great. Like, I think it was way better. I think the pilot was, like, like smashed it. This episode, I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, I actually don't mind it. I think I would probably rate it, like, 7.5. I think it um, 
speaks to it's the kind of episode that i would have watched with like an insecurity as a young person um because i used to like just look to sex in the city for like advice on shit so i think it's something that's really that's universal and speaks to a lot of people um albeit its flaws and like compartmentalizing and getting bad advice from the show when i was a young person <laughs> um i think i give it 7.5 as well because i think that it was like it's not my favorite episode in terms of the characters and i feel like it was like used to have this discussion a little bit but i did enjoy that big moment because later on um i don't love big moments so it's nice to sort of be at the beginning again and see where why carrie was excited about it you know totally. yeah, and also like absolutely. why she's chasing it i feel like she's chasing those initial couple of moments mm. I feel like yeah, they're introducing definitely. him really cleverly. Um, anyway, follow us on Instagram, sex and the sex in the sex. Click subscribe, subscribe. Please let your friends know. Let your mother know. Send us an email on yeah. sex and the sex in the sex at gmail.com. And um, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.